Welcome to the True Face Podcast. Hey, welcome. welcome. We are so glad to finally have some of the guys back in town. Everybody's been traveling a lot lately. It's great to be back. Yeah, we had um, kind of a ladies week last week, Whoa. which we had a, we had a really good time. Oh, we went week. to a nursery. <laughs> we a, a flower Earth nursery plants. to be specific. A flower Nuggets. nursery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we discovered one that's just really close to the office. Any favorite? Really? And and did you buy anything? Did you buy like nursery items? We or? decided to buy something. Mm-hmm. If that counts, oh, we in decided the, in the a surprise. Yes, All right. <laughs> in the office. Uh, we decided you. that the office needs a fiddly fig uh-huh. <laughs> tree. A fig tree. Yeah, fiddly fig yes. tree. You know, there's so many jokes that we can make when people yeah. come visit about figs and leaves, and it'll be great. I also noticed that you guys had an audit last week. You waited till. Some of us were traveling, yeah. and then you had Bruce, this. Bruce, I did have some suspicions in. about the fact that you were gone during that. It's the first time in 23 years <laughs> that I have not been here when the auditor came. Yeah. So to be specific, it was a ladies' week plus the auditor, who was yes. not a lady. Yes, so. you had a male auditor from New York. Yeah. Yes. But he was great. So. Good. He's yeah. He's he did bring bagels. If you know anything about we us, the true snacks. face. Yep. Was we were they uh, Jewish? Bagels. I mean, he's Jewish. Were they Jewish and, bagels? Yeah, yeah, yeah I, so. You know, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, terrific. Probably kosher. Mm. Oh. Um, well, to remind you guys what we're doing, we are going through Proverbs and looking at the different characters that you see in Proverbs. When you read through, you see that there's all these kind of archetypes of people that Solomon talks about and how they act versus how other people act. So we're, we're looking at some of the characters and then some of the big themes that we see in Proverbs. And we've been sitting here on the wise for a few weeks. Um, this is our third week talking about the wise. And what we've done actually is we've gone through and pulled out all the verses that talk about the wise or the prudent, which is why these don't go in order. Uh, we're not kind of going through chapter by chapter or anything like that. We're just trying to pull out. So how do the wise act and how are they different? And what can we take from that and then apply it to our lives? Um, so today we're going to start by talking about Proverbs twelve eighteen. 18. Uh, Matt, could you read that for us? Sure. Uh, twelve eighteen. There is one whose rash words are like sword thrusts, but the tongue of the wise brings healing. And this just reminds me of relating to volleyball again. Um, back when I played in college, they kind of had the opposite approach to this, where um, if the coaches would yell a command at you or a change you had to do in your game, or if your teammate said, fix this pass or this set, it seemed harsh and it seemed like yelling. But then our coaches would say the opposite and say, don't listen to the tone, listen to the message. But I mean, based on this first, our natural instinct is to listen to the tone. Like you're kind of set off and defensive if someone is rash or harsh with you or yelling at you instead of like, oh, you're yelling at me, but you're (laughs) saying to fix this. It's fine. I get what you're saying. Well, no, our natural instinct is, uh, Mm -hmm. that was rude. (laughs) So, yeah, I liked that. Um, you were talking about how you can only do it for so long. Yeah. You know, you can try to have a quote unquote thick skin, Mm -hmm. but at some point you're going to break if someone keeps if someone keeps stabbing you uh, with words and eventually you're just going to snap. Right. Um, but I, re- I like that in this verse it says the tongue of the wise brings healing. And that I think about how it's the Lord that brings healing, but that means that we get to be a conduit for his healing. We get to actually participate in that when, when someone's been hurt or just in, in life issues or, speaking wisdom to them, we actually get to participate 
in God's healing uh, just by the way that we talk to people. I think that's so fascinating that that we can be the healer, uh, as Henri Nouwen said, the, the, the wounded healer, that mm. we can be uh, ourselves hurt and yet uh, through the process of the journey that we go through, we we can heal and we can be wounded healers of of the spirit during times when people really need it. Mm-hmm. I think we've all been in situations where we needed healing and somebody gave us a word that was not healing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it was hurtful or judgmental or it totally missed where we were at. Mm-hmm. And so I think I think our own wounds are a key. What we learn through our own wounds are key to whether or not we become wise in these moments. Um, I think it was David that was saying that with the same, you could have the same truth and either help people or hurt them depending on, on that wisdom. Yeah. yeah. I think about that, you know, Bree has mentored high school girls for, well, I mean, what is it? Like seven years or something yeah. like that. Um, and you so often have, truth to share with them but what makes the difference of when you're trying to share truth that heals versus just wielding it yeah absolutely i think so often so many girls are in different situations and we even talked about some people are ready to hear things and others are not ready to hear things i think just being in tune to where they're at and where their hearts are at some girls are going to be so open to wanting that wisdom and wanting that counsel in a hard situation and other girls are going to just want to choose their own way right now and still loving them in those choices and being there through those different ways that they're walking in and just um, being in tune with where they're at and recognizing if they're wanting that counsel and wanting to hear from you. And if not, then just being with them in that. Um, Yeah, just listening to them, even if they don't have anything to say, but just being there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, the next verse that we were going to talk about was 1314, which I feel like talks all about that. Would you mind reading it? Yes, absolutely. So Proverbs thirteen fourteen, the teaching of the wise is a fountain of life that one may turn away from the snares of death. Oh, gosh, we were talking about how snares are attractively deceptive, mm-hmm. how they just look so appealing. Some, or they just look appealing. We were drawn to them. Um, we naturally gravitate towards something that's attractive. Um, and yet here is talking about how sometimes those bad things are so attractive to do. Um, I was in a situation, we talked about a little bit on our social media this week of, I was put in a situation where I was almost encouraged, I was encouraged to do the wrong thing. I was encouraged to do something that would, um, that would be hard and that would cause pain and that what I would in, in time just suffer from a, a choice that I would have to make. Um, and that choice of, gosh, I could lie about this and that seems so attractive because then I would not have to suffer or I could tell the truth and walk in this with the Lord and, and trust that he's in it with me and suffer through that choice of being just suffer through that choice of making that decision. Um, and I will say I was, yeah, it's gosh, it's tempting. I wanted to, I wanted to lie. I wanted to get out of the situation to not be in that pain and not to suffer, but the Lord just remembering that truth that we talked about of remembering what he promises us. Yeah. And it's, it's so interesting that we can we can be drawn, not just personally drawn to the snares of death, these hidden things that mm-hmm. look attractive, but will ultimately lead to death. We can even be encouraged by other people in our lives. And so we need 
other people to be speaking, like it says, the teachings of the wise is a fountain of life that one may turn away from the snares of death. We need that, that wise teaching. We need people pouring into us um, to be able to experience that fountain of life, to be able to make those kinds of hard decisions Mm -hmm. of I'm not going to do what's attractive, but instead I'm going to choose what's wise. Um, And Natalie, I think you, you have uh, somebody in your life that kind of does that for you, right? Yeah. uh, I had a mentor throughout college. She's still my mentor. Um, And there's a difference between, you know, just being close with someone and then mentoring um, and then you being willing to open up and to hear their knowledge. And it's almost a sense of swallowing your pride and knowing that what you're about to step into and what you're about to hear is not really what you want to go through or hear, but you know that you need to. Um, And so I was just in a situation where I needed to learn what to do with a relationship and about forgiveness. And I mean, you hear the truth in the Bible, forgiveness, but you you don't really know what that looks like. So um, I was vulnerable and I swallowed my pride and asked my mentor, like, what does that look like? And she said, you may have to want to want to want to forgive. Maybe you're not even quite too forgiving. And then I said, okay, I forgave. So is it done now? Am I healed? Is the process over? Is A equals B, right? No, it's a really long process and it's not um, cookie cutter. There's just going to be a lot of healing and a lot of pain, but it's about being vulnerable and, and seeking that healing from wise people. So. Yeah. I take back a little bit of what I said earlier then. I, I just <laughs> listened to Bree and Natalie and it, it you don't always have to become wise um through hurt like natalie got hurt but she made the right choice and brie made the right choice um and they both have wisdom to give like in speaking the truth or hearing the truth they both have wisdom now to give others but it wasn't because they went through uh, more hurt Mm -hmm. they had wisdom Mm -hmm. yeah um so it's not always that we got hurt that we can bank wisdom and give it to others. Yeah. The last verse that we wanted to talk about today is, is 14 one. Um, and, and Sam just had some really interesting things to say about that, that I got excited by. Um, so 14 one was the wisest of women builds her house, but the folly, uh, but folly with her own hands tears it down. And to me, this, um, this verse was about taking things for granted um, if foolishness is tearing down your own house and not acknowledging what a blessing it is to have a house, um, a house is the fruit of hard work or the metaphorical or not, like the, the physical house, the, um, environment that you build there is something that you cultivate and build over time. Um, and that's the wisdom and the prudence in, in working hard to build something and then foolishness is just taking it for granted and mm-hmm. tearing it down. I yeah. like that. Uh, that grace, again, is not opposed to effort. Yeah. It's just the motive for that effort yeah. is, is the key. I like that, Sam. Yeah. And to build up, I think, of how in a home you you can give things to other people. You can provide shelter. Again, like you were saying, metaphorically, either you know, it could be a real house or it could be you know, the metaphorical house that you build um, and how that can bless other people when you put in that effort to build it up and to cultivate it and to cultivate really your influence. And it's powerful influence. 
Yeah. If you think about it in the culture, uh, sometimes this is devalued from what, where the real core of the power is and the influence of building a home. And it's metaphorical. I mean, it's, it's, it's building people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But it's being willing to put in that, that hard work, that good effort to be able to, I, even thinking about like Natalie was talking about this woman that's poured into her life. We all were sharing stories of when people have, have spoken into our lives and that's because they have put in the effort to build up yeah. their home, to mm-hmm. build up their influence, to cultivate these, these truths and this wisdom in their own lives, or even Brie cultivating that wisdom, taking the time and the effort to build up her house, to be able to bless her mm-hmm. high school students or, or Sam being able to bless and cultivate a home for James. All of these aspects of wisdom have to be cultivated. Um, and, and there is hard work and there is hard effort to build up that house. Um, but that it leads to incredible influence for the people. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, we will see you next week on the True Face Podcast. Bye, guys. See you later.